the meme. Chase that dream, not the meme. Chase that dream, not the meme. Welcome to Dreams Not Memes Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Dreams Not Memes. I'm here with my friends Chris and Julia from Permanent Vacation, who are currently based in Italy. And today we're going to talk to them about their journey. How's it going? Yeah, we're doing okay. Pretty good. Everything's Pretty all right. Good. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So how did your journey with, with music start? Okay, for me, um, I've had a solo project that I've been working on since I was 16, 17 years old. So it's been a, a long road with that. Um, I record at home, always have done, always done things in a very DIY kind of way. Um, and yeah, that, that in a way brought me to Rome, Italy, and that's where we met. Yeah, we met here. Um, I, I have never been a part of a musical project before, so this is my first one. I always kind of found my space in writing. Um, I studied journalism and I gave my go at blogging, things like that. Um, so this is the first time that I've really been a part of a musical project, although I've always loved singing. Like I'm a big shower singer and things like that. So I met Chris and we thought that we would start something together. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And how has Italy shaped your creative process? majorly and massively um I would say that we get so much influence from here particularly with our first EP um we a lot of that was folkier and that was rooted in our experience last summer in Sicily where we were on Mount Etna and we were doing a work away we climbed the volcano so a lot of that comes through in that kind of work now uh, we just released our first album, our first mini tape called A Love Song for Everyone. And that deals a lot more with the kind of like everyday life that we see in Rome. And this is obviously a particularly interesting moment because we've been in and out of lockdown so many times and we're really limited in what we can actually do and can actually see. So I think that's really shaped this album. Would you agree? Definitely. For me, uh, the city that I live in always plays a big part in the kind of music that I write. Um, Mm -hmm. People in the city, the daily life, the traffic, the movement, the everything really, yeah, it all creates a, a kind of cocktail and so it's, it's the been little a pretty... noises right it's the little noises exactly. little things that you see on the yeah. street that kind of start to manifest themselves in what you want to make creatively mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel that wholeheartedly I mean for a lot of bedroom records I always try to listen for the birds because <laughs> of like the environment around them but yeah like, uh ASAP Ferg has this one song where in the beginning he says I always got to record with the windows down because New York don't know how to be quiet. And it's just like your environment really does dictate or shape the way that you create in so many different ways. Yeah. We've got um, sometimes intentionally, sometimes accidentally, we've got all kinds of weird 
sounds on our recordings where it, I don't know it could be like someone in the apartment upstairs shouting or like listening yeah, yeah, yeah. or like traffic outside yeah, or like or even uh, the pigeons outside the sure. window specifically yeah. being in Italy like even sometimes we'll walk past a space where they're doing like choir practice and you'll just hear a kind of like choir of people which we I think used for our Blue Moon EP. We, we, did, we recorded yeah. this and yeah, there's a lot of sounds and a lot of noises that make up the backdrop of what we're doing. True, 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 true. No, I definitely hear that. And why the name Permanent Vacation in, in, in your case? So, okay, so we started making music together a little bit before we decided on the name and we we like found some kind of intention and direction for the project and we we went to an outdoor screening of uh, one of my favorite films which is called permanent vacation mm. uh, it's a jim jarmusch film and it basically the protagonist of the film is this like kind of lost guy just wandering around in new york city in the i think the 80s like the early 80s trying to figure things out but completely aimlessly we yeah it, it it suited what we wanted to do we're both it's tongue-in-cheek on... right because right. we we're on we're living in a foreign country in a beautiful place an absolutely beautiful place but we're both also working full-time so it's kind of yeah it seems like maybe a little bit dreamier than it really can be because you still have to grind you still have to do the things you need to do to feed yourself and pay rent right. so true reality true, bites true. <laughs> reality does bite especially when like you know you feel like the hustle is the dream that you're living but you still have to do those maintenance things like have a job take care of your health care etc 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 so <laughs> this, this was definitely good capturing the origins of permanent vacation let's take a quick break and learn more about what you're doing today and, and for the future quick message thank you for listening to today's episode of dreams.memes please make sure to follow dreams.memes podcast on your preferred streaming channel or on instagram at dreams.memes podcast to support dreams.memes podcast feel free to contact me at a day without love at gmail.com for advertising or sponsorship opportunities now let's get back to the show All right, now we're back. So can you tell me a little bit about some of the things you're working on now? All right, so like Juliet said before, we just put out our first album. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a big exercise in finding a style in, uh, yeah, figuring out what exactly it is we want to do, which we haven't done yet, but we're, we're in the process of that, definitely. At the moment, we, we've we started writing some new stuff and it's maybe it takes a bit more inspiration from genres that we haven't touched on before. There's Spoiler, more like, it's a little bit more electronic. Could be, yeah. Um, yeah, there's more like pop, R&B and jazz yeah. influences in the new stuff. I think when we started, we really focused on folk 
especially mm. because Chris has traditionally been a singer songwriter and he has played acoustic guitar as well as electric. He's also been in bands. I mean, I'm not trying to minimize his experience, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I'm just saying like yeah. traditionally that's been his thing. And we started together. And so it was kind of like, okay, acoustic guitar and then vocals. And he has a really deep, low voice and mine can be, you know, I can harmonize with that. So that was the beginnings of it. Um, but, you know, even though I was never in a band or whatever before, like I played the ukulele kind of, and my draw for that was basically taking like R&B songs or rap songs and then playing them acoustically kind of like in this slow manner where it's like very like sweet and delicate and using these kind of harsh words um, that they might have. And so we're not using harsh words in our, in our lyrics, but I think we're trying to move more towards this concept of um, more electronic, as I said. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um... We recently got a little MIDI keyboard and we've started experimenting with all kinds of electronic textures that we haven't really used before. So there's like some kind of 808 going on in there. There's like some sub bass. There's, yeah, just anything that we can really get our hands on. Um, for us, it's, it's therapeutic to finish a day or a week of work and come home and just get the laptop out, get the guitar set up and just play with shit. Just, just see what happens. Right. I, I completely feel that. And are you guys like working out of like Ableton or, or what? We, so yes. Also garage band, which okay. has that's been, a new that's, thing. that's a new venture. We, it was we've been using, before. yeah, we've been using Ableton for a while. Um, and I, yeah, I just got a new laptop recently and we thought, fuck, let's like try, Try Garage Band to see what's going on there. Because it's, it's there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it there is. and it's it's pretty fun. It's a it's, lot easier, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but... Definitely. True. No, no, that, that it, it totally is easier. And the thing is, I think for a long time, um DAWs were like created to be complicated. And right. I don't know if that was like from an audio engineer or an electrical engineer perspective. Right. But the more that music becomes more accessible i think there was this like resistance to like the engineering mind like oh why is it so easy and it's like wait why hasn't it been easy you know? right exactly. because like, it can be easy can yeah. be good yeah because yeah, means of creation doesn't mean the music's going to be less or more creative because right. the means of creation should be easy how you're creative that's that's infinite you know that's great right. exactly. it's like a little bit of gatekeeping almost oh, like totally. If you want to make music, you have to learn this kind of complicated, heavy, involved process. But and really simplifies it for you, kind of as Apple does in general as a technological platform. But I'm not here to to promote Apple. (laughs) (laughs) No one needs to do that. No one should. No one. It's yeah. bad, but it's good. <laughs> True. Uh, Jeff Bezos, if you ever listen, uh, I know this podcast has been heard over 10,000 times, but I, <laughs> I don't think I have an interest in talking to you. <laughs> I just be like... Sick <laughs> yeah. of the man. Sick yeah. of the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
So how did you guys get coordinated with Z-Tapes? So I I have a solo project called Lake Michigan, which I've been doing for a, a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip and I got in touch <laughs> somehow. I don't I don't remember how. I think he posted like a very early Lake Michigan recording on his blog, Star Trek, back when I was like 18, maybe. And we we became like Facebook pen pals for a while. He released a few things I made, and yeah, I we've always been in touch. And I reached out to him and said, "Look, um, my partner and I have started this new band. We want to put an album out on cassette. Let's like, let's do it together if you want." And there we go. There we go. Sweet. And and how does it feel to be like a Z Tapes artist? For me, I don't know. You want to? Well, I don't know, I guess because I'm still having like imposter syndrome about music, musical creation, because I it's my first time making something like this. And obviously, Chris has been doing this for a long time and he has the connection with Z tapes. And then they opted to put out what we've made as well. And so it still feels a little bit surreal to me. I mean, of course, I'm I'm appreciative at the end of the day, like we just we enjoy making music. So if people want to listen to it and if people like it too, even better, but it's probably something that we're just going to do, isn't it? I think so. I think it will just be a thing that is de facto a part of life, like whatever country or city we live in, whatever job we're both doing, it's just going to be a thing that we do. For me, I feel incredibly privileged to work with someone like Philip. Um, Z-Types artists are awesome. His ethic and his attitude to the label is just great. It's incredible. It's so pure, hardworking and honest. Um, and that's, yeah, like why why be involved with someone that, that isn't like that? Like why make music doesn't yeah, share these kind of he's things? He's truly no. doing it for his love of music. It, it's just like, a, it's, it's not like a... Ma- like, right, it's, it's yeah. a passion project and that's... That's what it should be. True. And, and, and it shines through in, in every action he takes. I mean, it was so great to, to interview him. And I, and I was only able to interview him because of my relationship with Max Gowan. And, and <laughs> the two of us met at, like, a commune in D.C. And that's <laughs> ever since. So, yeah, no, that, that's completely real. So what are some of your future goals of things that you like to do? Like, cause like, well, right. Like now you're curating like a new sound and a new vibe and, and things like that. Like, how would you like to see this project grow in the future? Okay. So that's complicated because I, I would definitely agree that Rome has had a huge impact on the things that we've written. Um, but now we are you know, hopefully getting ready to leave the city. And so we're going to spend some time in the States and then spend some time in England. And I'm really not sure how, how what we write and what we make is going to change as a result of this, but I'm, I'm (laughs) definitely open to it, you know, so we'll see what kind of inspiration, what kind of things we encounter, sounds that we hear, things that inspire sure, us, sure. how it's they'll like, 
Yeah, go on. No, it's like painting with a new palette. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Different you said, landscape. Like you it said, changes everything in a weird yeah. way. Like you said, Rome has hugely influenced hugely our sound, our music, our creative output while we've been here. When we're in the States, I'm sure there'll be different shades, there'll be different tints of course. to what we make. Yeah. And the same in England and the same with wherever we go next. Like True. whatever we make will be hugely affected by where we are and by the people that we're around and by the, the landscapes we see. Yeah, That's, at the end of the day, it's an expression of, of what we see and how we feel. So right. that will change. And mm-hmm. we look forward to seeing what that's like. Mm-hmm. True, true. I, I, I definitely hear that. Now, while touring's not like much of a thing uh, in, in the world, <laughs> no. are there any hopes to tour? One day, of course. Yeah. But even One yeah, day. even just small, small shows somewhere to twenty people would be great. We've right. we've tried to do a bunch of like Instagram lives <laughs> over the last year or so, uh, just to practice playing in some kind of live scenario but we definitely know as soon as we possibly can in a safe and conscious way we would love to play live Mm. that's that's the plan that's a bit more of a long-term plan but right yeah we just have to kind of wait it out like everybody else exactly true true no i i definitely hear that and like you know for you julia you mentioned that like this is your first time now to elaborate and expand upon that is it that this is your first time period or like you'd been secretly a piano player for all your life and <laughs> then suddenly you're writing That's contemporary awesome. music my god a lot of people say things like this yeah. is not time but they've actually been a practice singer or no 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 I have I have no practice I we sometimes laugh and joke about this like when I was in middle school um I was a part of like a uh, an acapella group called Sweet Harmony and it was a second soprano but like my (laughs) I was in middle school it was just like yeah you kind of end up in different in different things and I'd always loved singing but I really I had so many other kind of interests and things going on that I never really focused on them and I mean since being in Italy I was very blessed and very fortunate to find some very um obscure and artistic friends I guess we could say so it's like a very common thing on the weekend you would like go to someone's rooftop and have a jam session where I had one friend who was like really strictly like we can't play any songs that we know or that exist we must all be like creating and inventing together and so oftentimes like people were too shy maybe to to sing in a kind of inventive way on the spot like this um and I I just did it and people liked it and it was a lot of fun. And so this kind of gave me some confidence and courage as well. And I'm like, oh God, if only I could like play an instrument, then <laughs> maybe I could move forward. And, you know, I met Chris and we just, we've combined our talents, I guess. I mean, here we are. No, I, I, I definitely hear that. And then like, 
given the fact that it sounds like you're always learning new ways to create your sound, but at the same time you're learning in your own respects, how do you guys prioritize, you know, exploring sounds versus like honing your sound? And what I mean by that is like, let me try something new versus wait, this is what a permanent vacation thing sounds like. uh, No, we have to rein it in sometimes, honestly, it's, it's about compromise. We, so yeah, we finished the album, put that out and we were like, yeah, let's like, work on this more electronic stuff and we half finished one song that incorporated both things which was cool and then we got a little bit carried away and we had this one song <laughs> that like there's this like really dirty trap beat throughout the whole song <laughs> we're like, wait a second. and we're like wait actually maybe like <laughs> maybe like this isn't what what we're making like maybe yeah. maybe, yeah, there's true, true. maybe there's something in this that's great and in fact we've been working on making that song a permanent vacation song right after, like, an acoustic song right 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 probably still with some electronic elements at the end of the day but yeah we we got a little bit excited about the whole like electronic yeah. stuff well, yeah and we're like yeah trap beat let's like, i think the hardest thing yeah i think the hardest thing for us is like we don't want to just make sad music and we find that a lot of our songs end up being kind of like sad and emotional and sensitive because that's who we are and we're those kinds of people and we're like emotional um so then kind of on the other end of the spectrum we think like oh yeah if we make it a little bit electronic then it's gonna be like upbeat and people can dance to it and we're like okay we're gonna make sad dance music um and then that in itself like is also a little bit chaotic so we're trying to we we basically kind of shoot for the moon and then we scale back and we say like okay can we make this an acoustic song okay we can make it an acoustic song and it sounds good like this true true no and, and you know i like that answer because when it comes to creating music like there's different vibes and sounds but when you have the ability to like translate your songs and different vibes like this is the electronic version this is the r&b version this is the soul <laughs> version that's when you know you're really playing around with your own creativity to make something sound unique and original right that's the point right yeah. that's that's the goal yeah completely completely mm-hmm. well this has definitely been a really good episode of dreams not memes i like to quickly ask you what are some moments of clarity that the both of you have had like a longer journey that's uh allowed you to stay motivated and stay creative <laughs> Well, I'll go first. Yeah, it is a very nice question. Um, I, I constantly struggle as kind of originally seeing myself as a writer. And now I'm finding a lot of liberation in writing songs because it's a new toll of expression for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've always kind of struggled with the media age and kind of, being connected to a lot of people who I know on social media who are like being successful or creating things or making things and kind of feeling some kind of pressure to be also actively making something and kind of like showing people, oh, look, this is what I'm doing. So I think a kind of moment of clarity for me inside of this project, you know, I shied away from writing specifically for this reason. And so I think the clarity for me is that I enjoy 
what we're doing. And it's kind of, okay, if people like it, that's one thing. If people don't like it, okay. But it's kind of been separating the thing that we do that is art, that is expression, that is a tool for creation that we enjoy doing. It's separating that from some kind of like other place or world. I mean, especially... I don't know, coming from the United States where a lot of people are making a lot of things. It's like giving myself permission to separate what I'm doing from what other people are doing and saying the reason I'm doing it is because I enjoy it. It's not because I need to prove something or see some sort of, you know, gratification from other people. And Now, for me, there are there are two things that come to mind, one being very similar to what Juliet just said, um, in the sense that I have been making music on my own for a long time and been involved in DIY circles in various cities and countries for a long time. And that's always been the way I've wanted to make things. There have definitely been wobbles that I've had in the sense that I've thought, OK, I like put all of myself into this and sometimes it feels like no one no one cares it feels like there's nothing that comes back from it but since we've started this project it's really helped me get back in touch with the idea that that is not the point like the point is it making me feel pure and good and fulfilled and it being a kind of constant therapy to be honest it's it's like a yeah it's like a coping mechanism to cope with life and to cope with the world and that's that's the most beautiful thing of it so that's That's one definitely and the second would be like a kind of lyrical moment of clarity which I think we've both shared in terms of our writing um in the sense that things don't have to be deep dark autobiographical (laughs) uh confessional sometimes it's nice to tell stories sometimes it's nice to paint pictures with words and not be so hung up on like this happened in my life and I feel like this about this it's great to just create atmospheres with the things we make that's been a pretty recent realization I'd say that's been halfway through the creation of the album we just put out it was like fuck like we we don't need to be so personal with what we make it can be personal for us but it also doesn't have to be so yeah, it's like um, breaking out of the box. True, really. true. Yeah. And, and what I like about both of your answers is I, I get the understanding that music doesn't have to be linear or it doesn't have to be what the status quo is. It just has to be what really speaks from the heart. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed my time talking to the both of you. And this is definitely a good episode of Dreams Not Memes. Uh, links will be in the description. I encourage everyone to listen to permanent vacation and uh hope to see you on one of the sides of the sea when uh the <laughs> pandemic is over and i only say one of the sides because you don't know where we're going to be but yeah you know <laughs> all right exactly. thanks a lot thanks for having Cheers, us Brian. It's, yeah, been thanks. Great. it's been a pleasure anytime, anytime. yeah all right hi this is brian from a day without love Thank you for listening to Dreams Not Memes. I just want you to remember, your dreams matter. If you'd like to support this podcast, 
email at daywithoutlove at gmail.com for donation information, or follow me for weekly episodes. Thank you for listening and joining my journey. Have a good day.